I think it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> the fan is off. We're toasty. Go ahead. Um, welcome back to Words to Make You Feel Good. I am Emily June, and it has been about six months since I recorded the first podcast, and I think you all should have expected that with how many pauses were in the first episode, so I'm not even going to say sorry about it. Um, pauses are to long ass pauses are to be expected in this podcast. So glad that we got that out of the way. And today, um, I have a guest. Um, thank you so much for being here, Joe. Uh, and they just, Joe just recently graduated from SFSU with a bachelor's of psychology and soon uh, to begin a master's program in psychology also? Yes. Okay. Yes, master's in clinical psychology. So you're working towards ultimately? Um, marriage, family therapy, um, a lot of clinical work. I want to be hands-on with patients and have like a cool clinical setting. Awesome. Awesome. Love it. Um, hats off to you on that one. Anything else that we should know about you before we get started? Mm-hmm. This wine is vague. Okay, okay, so we'll let people know (laughs) we are drinking a nice cheap red. (laughs) Who doesn't love a cheap red? Mm. No one. There you go. No one. Um, So then let's get started. And our word today is begin. Begin, Begin, which is, uh, for me, I feel like beginning again, which is something I do Mm. all the time. Um, either I start something somehow I don't want it to finish and then I have to change it up so I have to start it over or uh, shit just doesn't work out and you gotta start over again you know either way I feel like I'm always beginning Um, but it's kind of fun and (laughs) when stuff does go all the way to the finish that's amazing I see the theme this podcast is like the (laughs) re-beginning this episode here gives you How many episodes can I do about beginning again? Your next word could actually be re-beginning. <laughs> what are some words you have with, like, associated with beginning? What you... The first one that comes to mind is start, and I don't think that's what we're looking for. It's part or of it. I think so. That's part of it. I guess starting. Okay, but yeah. what what else? That's like... You want to do the, you want the actual definition? Should we do that? Definition would be good, yeah. Okay. So just Google is telling me the definition is start. (laughs) Literally the first one. (laughs) Perform or undergo the first part of an action or activity. Got it, right? That's what we were thinking. And then there's a second one here that's kind of, it says informal. Not have any chance or likelihood of doing a specific thing. And the example is circuitry that Karen could not begin to comprehend. Karen, um, wow. Karen couldn't even begin okay. to comprehend. <laughs> We're going <laughs> to move, keep moving on. Uh, <laughs> I like that one. Mm. Could not even... Like, you can't even start. You can't even, right. This is so bad, I, I can't even Ooh. start. Oh. You ever felt like that? I I have. Here I am. <laughs> But you're just like, yep, I've experienced that. Yeah, anyone else tries to do a master's program? <laughs> yeah, okay. So that's 
<clears throat> for sure. When there's something seems overwhelming, like, yeah, how am I even? How do I even begin? Where do I even begin? Yeah, I can't even begin to imagine. <sighs> okay, so that's an overwhelming definition. Mm-hmm. But the other one, starting, starting things. What else do you have there? Mm. What else does it relate to? I think like fresh, new, like remodeled, different. Hmm. Fresh, new, new. I like new. Yeah, new. Um, something I think about is the Fool card in tarot. Okay. Because uh, that's like starting over, kind of fresh and brand new. Mm. Almost as if you know nothing again. Mm. But I feel like in our life path, we learn more. So, you know, it's a mm. fool's journey. You get better. Totally. You get better. But, um,. What else? New? Begin. Mm. Yeah, I mean, the Fool's card is kind of like, um, starting again, it's like a clean slate, I think. That's the the biggest, uh, parallel to begin I can draw. Seeing, like, uh, like, there could have been something there, but it's wiped fresh and it's something different, or there's space for something different. Mm, space mm. for something new okay so that kind of makes me feel like it's tied to endings too though mm. which is actually what I wanted my first episode to be about ending endings okay um however I never did that because I could never quite wrap my head around it endings are so big mm. um but I think they go together with big beginnings like you're saying endings leave space for for a new beginning yeah, yeah. Mm. <clears throat> mm. Um, so does something not end until something new begins or can there be a space between hmm. like after you end something is it just a matter of time before you begin something else uh, it probably depends on what it was and what's coming in because sometimes I think, yeah, time and space is great to leave for, you know, leave, see how you feel with something, with that space open for a while. Maybe think about what you want in there. If you got, mm. if you just, something just left, what do you want to come in? Mm. Do you ever feel addicted to beginning again? Have you ever felt like you just want to begin again just to have that clean slate? Yeah, Totally. That's something I think I felt a lot. I think, uh... Hmm. We can totally edit, edit this out. Although I love a long pause, so please proceed. We're actually not going to edit this out. This is, this is the shit I live for. Huh. Yeah, I think... I mean, to start something new like you're saying is the mark of an ending of something old and accomplishing something and getting that over with is is kind of seeking that ending and in some way you are kind of addicted to starting something new when you seek endings when you put effort towards accomplishing like a set of tasks and there's more tasks to follow even though you've finished that first piece there's a lot more so I don't know if it's similar or not but um 
like in the context of relationships even um having people kind of uh i want to say like throw away a relationship because it's not serving them maybe just seek something better um that's usually i think that same addiction to new beginnings and that addiction to completing or ending something it's like not your responsibility anymore it's or kinda... avoiding completing something or that yeah i mean in that same way you bring it to its end right <laughs> yeah yeah and i definitely think you can begin uh, by adding to something mm. you can begin like a new phase of something i don't think something has to leave for something to begin that's true it can yeah. be built upon i think mm. um which is kind of nice. It doesn't, you don't, you know, always have to feel like you're back at square one. Totally. I think that's the point I was trying to make with the full card. Like, you know, you get it later on in your journey. It's not that you're just born again. <laughs> you're, <laughs> you're, you're starting over, but you have all the experience with you. Yeah, I see that. Um, you don't lose that. What about the very beginning? What do you think about the very beginning? What is the beginning of all of this? Are we talking like Big Bang Theory? We're talking like... <laughs> big. We're talking big for sure. I think um, some molecules collided somewhere and just did something crazy and left a lot of uh, right. space for life to grow and we got lucky. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's weird to think about those particles just vibing and then like one day they like vibe into each other and. Makes me think how much luck has to do with a good beginning. How do you choose how the beginning goes? Like first impressions mean everything, right? How much effort can you really apply to making a beginning good? Is that out of your control? I've heard, yeah, right? What's around. You know, you you want to start at some point. What's happening at that point? Does it work with or does it present a challenge? That's a good point. Okay, so there's this saying, and I can't quite remember how it goes. Typical. But it's something like begin with the same energy that you want. Begin something with the same energy that you want it to end with. It's something like that, but I get the feeling that it means like Begin something with the energy that you want to sustain it with. So basically, like, start things with the with a sustainable energy. Something that you're going to be able to keep backing up. As opposed to some people put a lot up up front because it's just that initial excitement about beginning something. Mm-hmm. But it dies out very quick because it's just not sustainable energy. That makes sense. Yeah. I don't know how I exactly how I feel about that statement, but mm. it is something I think about now when I start things. Do is it is this the same energy that I can carry through the whole way? Mm. And I don't know if I can always answer yes to that. Sometimes the energy it's it's just it's just because of the um, nature of things beginning. It, that's a lot of energy. There's a lot of energy around beginning. So I don't, mm. you know, 
to me, it seems kind of difficult to know whether you'll be able to keep that up through a whole project or phase or whatever it is that you're starting. Mm. Yes, I had, I have, I think with um, bringing an energy that's sustainable, that rings true, especially to someone with some experience, I think, in relationships or in doing and in trying things where they've expended this energy and have found that it's not sustainable because um, you kind of find your boundaries and what you're able to, like what amount of energy you're allowing yourself to expend or can comfortably expend. Um, so I think, yeah, there's some truth to starting out with a bit of honesty, maybe, mm. about what you're capable of. And I think you only find that with experience and you'll hit dead ends, I think, where you're, you're kind of just in over your head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I don't think there's anything inherently wrong about that. Like I said, like sometimes the energy is just so strong in the beginning that it's like you can't help but just go with it because it's like why wouldn't I use this energy it's electric I'm gonna you know it's fiery I'm gonna <laughs> burn bright and fast and hard <laughs> and who knows what's gonna happen how how long it'll carry on I don't know totally I think there's um a lot to be said about the energy you bring into a beginning for sure and kind of what we're seeking. Um, there's this great article from Dr. Anthony Little from the University of Liverpool. Basically says that familiarity can form a lot of attraction. Um, and in that familiarity may form some loving attraction. But essentially did a study where they proved that familiar faces were found to be more attractive. Um, they showed some faces for a few seconds longer than a few others and most of the participants favored the faces they saw more often so um there's some truth to familiarity breeding some attraction and i think when you have a beginning it's a new face and it's kind of exciting you get to see that that person and or you get to do that thing and it's all it's all new and fun and um i think the more of that you have the better suited you are to sustaining that um, yeah, at the same time, though, I do question whether familiarity may breed some disinterest and whether or not knowing somebody long enough can kind of lead you to be tired of them. So mm. on the topic of beginning, it, it makes me wonder whether there's a, a threshold, a little sweet spot somewhere in the beginning of a relationship or in the beginning of an event or project where there's just the most amount of available effort to expend where you can just like go all in like you're just starting this homework assignment and you just bust out this amazing outline you already pumped out three paragraphs and like you're on a roll but that shit dies out quick so maybe beginnings are just where we're most productive most motivated to to mm. thrive right yeah yeah 
for relationships, I've heard the term like new relationship energy. Yeah. But I feel like it could also be like new project energy, you know? Totally. I think they're so relatable because they're both things that could be passions. They're things that we're willing to expend our time and labor on. And new and novel things inherently, I feel like, grab our attention and also are more are stimulating because they're just novel. Totally, yeah. Um, but yeah. this makes me wonder about hesitation of beginning things. Mm. Like mm. some type of fear stopping you from wanting to start something right. new. Well, I mean, beginning is change, right? And people hate change. So I imagine beginning something new isn't the easiest for anybody. Yeah. Yeah. And when it's new, it's like uh, uncharted territory, new projects may require skills you don't maybe don't have yet right when you just start there's like a you have a lot of energy but are you very good at anything right well when you start something there's like a new demand for something else right like you gotta learn how to do xyz when you're starting like a your underwater basket weaving (laughs) you gotta know how to pick the good yarn that's waterproof I don't think baskets are made out of yarn. Underwater baskets are. <laughs> that makes even more sense. Um, but yeah, if you were to start that, you would really need to think about a lot. For instance, I think just rethink your whole life choices up to that point. Um, and then go find another hobby. Begin again. Begin again, yes. Uh, Stay tuned for episode three. More beginnings. Um, hmm. Yeah, I think about a lot why some people want to do something and they hesitate. I know I do this on even things that I truly, like, truly feel like I want to do. And then I'm like, well, then why am I not doing it? Mm. What is it? Well, maybe a fear of something, right? Yeah. It's the fear of beginning something new. I guess it's a there's an inherent risk to beginning. There's um there's always like the fear of failure and when you begin something new that fear is like reopened and it's given like a whole other platform to establish itself. Like you can fail anything you begin. And when you begin something it's does it seem to have it seems like an investment too of energy, time, attention? Definitely. Money, investments. Yeah. You yeah. know? So I think there's also a calculation of, like, is this going to be worth this investment? Mm. Well, okay, that brings me to, do you ever, I mean, does anybody actually, like, play the tape the whole way through and try to see whether or not beginning something will actually lead to an advantageous outcome? So if you're, you know, stretching your tape and you're checking each of the the steps along the way and that's the whole process you have to involve yourself in before you begin something yes 
but then isn't there, can't you, doesn't that sometimes prevent you from moving forward too? Like just the analysis itself. The trying to think about everything before even beginning. I think ultimately it takes a mix of both. You got to think about things and then you got to just do it. Mm-hmm. And you're not going to know everything and you're not going to see everything to avoid or to do ahead of time. I think the question is, are you in a better place if you do analyze those things than if you don't and you just wing it? I think up to a certain point. Mm. Mm. I think that things that I think about a little bit and then do go for go better just because they they start moving as opposed to the ones that I just sit and overanalyze and never even take the step on because I'm still, I can't get out of that an- analyzing phase, that thinking about everything beforehand. Mm. So I think up to a certain point it's valuable. But yeah. then other, you just have to start. You just have to do it. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I can see some planning being necessary, but there does definitely come a point where you just have to trust what you've planned so far and hope that it works out for you right and trust that if and when you make mistakes or don't see something you know ahead of time you'll be able to adapt overcome or start over <laughs> right i mean really truly it's like or you reach the it's ending. just like this tree map and it's like the branch is off and if it doesn't match you just Go back and start again. Is it does it come across that way to you? No, I, I is that oversimplification that. of it? I think it's a little simplified. I wouldn't say oversimplified just because it makes sense, I think, across most situations. Because you should be expedient about your choices, but you should also plan a little bit. Uh, and I think you're you're acknowledging that there needs to be some balance and I, I think that's true. Um yeah, being gung-ho isn't going to get you very far if you're not, like, thinking about risks or planning a little bit, but doing nothing is just as bad. <laughs> just only thinking about the risks is paralyzing, basically. Totally, yeah. Planning We've phases. been playing some chess. I feel like this goes along with that very well. Yes. You sit on a move for <laughs> some time. <laughs> Me specifically? You specifically. Yes, okay, great. Yes. Glad we... <laughs> glad we clarified that here's the thing when I begin I don't really have a plan I've not been playing long enough and taking it seriously enough when I have played in the past Mm. for me to even have a plan of how to start in chess yes you've been playing longer Mm. it seems like you have some ideas when you're starting out yeah yeah no definitely like I, I mentioned before even the practice part like I didn't even acknowledge that I am good at chess but I've been playing for long enough that I think the practice adds up um, <laughs> once you played against me you're like wow I'm actually good at chess yeah, this, so, this yeah. person is horrible <laughs> wow I feel worst. so good about Not my skills uh, yeah. our first game was a expedient uh, death for me for my game 
was it? It was, yeah, your, yeah, your king, got, king got I still played. forget who I'm protecting. I want to protect my queen, <laughs> the but queen they're all telling me to protect me. Okay, fine. Protect we'll queen. play your way. We'll play your <laughs> way. Uh, but no, but then, yeah, as I'm, that's another thing. Sometimes it's easy to begin, and then you get in a little ways, and you're like, oh, no, now what? Mm. Do you know? Sometimes the beginning is easy, and then you get in it a little way, and you're like, ooh. I think that's when doubt sets in after you gain the motivation to actually start, right? You get the motivation to start, and then it's like, well, wait, did I make the right choice in doing this? Where's the out? <laughs> I have doubt every step of the way, so that's not what it sets in for. It sets in with the idea. I have an idea and simultaneously start doubting it right away. <laughs> but we're working on that. We're working on that. Actually, just pushing through it, truly. Yes. Because I don't think I can get rid of some doubts that come to mind. Like, I don't know if that's just how I've been trained to think or, you know, what leads that to be part of the process that goes on with me. But, yeah, it's more for me now doing things, beginning things carrying on things even if I'm fearful or not sure of what exactly all the steps will be along the way. Hmm. So how do you get yourself to start that? How do you get yourself to just put that aside and just kind of shove yourself through it? It's kind of a slow process, and it feels like a little bit of a back and forth. Mm. So it's different for different things. For, say, emotional things I'm trying to begin or change, which could be a beginning, a letting go of something, and then a a starting of something new, say, behavior-wise or thought-wise. It's a feeling, the discomfort of not giving into an old thing, and trying to build the new behavior. So it's, it's, for me, it's sitting in that discomfort of that transition from one thing to another. And is it discomfort because you just don't know exactly what the next right move is? Well, because doing the thing I've always done is so easy and comfortable. Totally. Doing the new thing is uncomfortable because I may make a huge ass of myself. Right. <laughs> Take a misstep. You know, yes. have to completely start over again, even after like a, sh- mm. it could be even a short beginning. And so those, yeah. So it's that uncomfortability of both, of just that spot. But I've had the experience of doing that, sitting with that, you get kind of stronger in dealing with that feeling. And then you're able to progress a little more so you can move e- even further. So it really does feel like an exercise where you're kind of just getting stronger of dealing with uncomfortable things, uncomfortable transitions. Getting stronger progressing or getting stronger dealing with that complacency? Uh, no, because it's not complacency because you're actually changing. Okay. You're in the middle of a, a change of, let's say in this case, a behavior or a thought so then you're, you're so it's basically... a discomfort you get com- you get stronger at feeling the dis- you get better at feeling the discomfort so it doesn't affect you as much and because of that you can progress mm. because that discomfort now 
doesn't stop you. It's just something you're able to deal with, feel, and move forward and do the new thing you need to do. And then eventually it can, I mean, I guess maybe it depends on what it is. It'll be less uncomfortable and you'll just, it'll be a new thing. So a little resistance to discomfort, I guess, right? Like mm-hmm. training some resistance. Well, isn't that why people don't like change? Yeah. Yeah, totally. Mm. Yeah. There's, um, I think there's like an ongoing fight to remaining complacent where we just don't want to accept external forces of change. Like we can have so many opportunities laid out in front of us and unless one of them is like spoon fed to us it might not be so easy to just jump on like a change motion but I think people are capable of it and I think um like you're saying it's almost like a muscle I think there's some improvement that can always be had Mm. Yeah, and I feel like when if you're just waiting to be spoon-fed an opportunity or a choice for you, first of all, ooh, mm-hmm. that may sound good. In reality, that is not good. Totally. Um, but then you can just be sitting there and be like, no, no, I truly do want something to just fall in my lap. Like, whatever it is, I'll take it. Um, and it doesn't come, <laughs> you know? And then you kind of get sick of sitting there and you're like, okay, so now I need to make that chess move. I need to make that, I need to move a piece. Mm. I don't like any of my choices. I don't know which one's going to be good or what one's going to lead me into destruction right now. Mm. But I have to make a move. Yes, yes. Mm. So another thing I realized when I asked you to do this podcast, well, after I asked you to do this podcast, actually, Um, So I knew I wanted the word to be begin or beginning, whatever, begin. And um, I knew I needed a guest because I've been told people hate when people podcast. (laughs) Even though, like, I reserve the right to do a a solo podcast at any point. But um, I listen to what the people want. I want to give them what they want. (laughs) And, of course, a conversation is so much better with Sue, obviously. Like, no question. But then what I realized is, like, it's interesting that I asked you to be on the episode with the word begin because you and I are beginning something together. Yes. Beginning a wonderful relationship. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And that's really cool and interesting. Lots of very interesting notes of beginning there. Yeah. I think there's um, always sparks in the beginning. The beginnings have lots of sparks. It's really fun. Yeah. Yeah. And that goes back to like what we were talking about at the beginning with like new relationship energy. Yes. Um, where it's, it's a lot. It could be intense. A lot of energy. Um, may even suggest that we're in the sweet spot right now, though. <laughs> and then soon everything will fall apart and we'll begin to resent each other. <laughs> you just never know when you're beginning something. <laughs> uh, I love that awareness, though. 
Because um, I'm like, I feel like I appreciate just the experience in the moment yeah. with that awareness of like, eh, you know, it's not, it's not granted. Um, We're not entitled to this going well. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it will continue to go well for sure. Um, yeah, it's a big one. <laughs> I really expected you to have more to say about this. I thought I would too. <laughs> um, well, let's see. Coming into this in the beginning, what was your... Um, I mean, what were some of the things that you held close to you when you when you started this whole relationship, were there things that you held as sort of like a safety feature, like some, some distance or like a bit of security or did you just kind of take this beginning by storm and how was that for you? So I am the type to not want to stifle the natural energy that occurs within a situation um, because I like situations, relations, things have their own energy outside of like obviously like people and everything, but then just the dynamic itself has its own thing, yeah. you know. And I love to see what that is. It like really makes me think like when two people come together, it does feel like chemistry. It feels like, how are these two chemicals or, like, whatever mixing together? What are they... What's the reaction when they mix together? So did you say it was a bit of, like, an exploratory kind of uh, trip for you? Or you just... <laughs> you were almost just excited to see what would happen? No holding back? No, yeah, I think it was more ex- exploratory where it's like, oh, this is, is exciting and I'm attracted and... Mm. Yeah, a lot of excitement and attraction and curiosity, very interested. Mm. I dig the curiosity part. I think I was super enthralled with everything we would talk about. It was <clears throat> really exciting to pick your brain and have like an ongoing conversation. And we're still here, now we're doing it for other people. So, um, <laughs> some progress. <laughs> like, great, I really wanted to do this in front of people. <laughs> Not a private thing at all. Um, I love it. And and going back to, like, the, you know, the beginning parts and, like, what will happen. That's kind of, like, what we've been talking about the whole time. When you start, you just don't know. And I really do take that same thing with relationships. Try not to put that type of, like, pressure on it. Like, oh, this feels so good. It has to be exactly like this forever. Because things change and develop and... It's, that doesn't make it, like, more or less. It's just different. And, in like, each of those, there's... If it's good, it continues. If not... I think, uh... I will suggest that it does change a lot, though, as, as the beginning wears off. I think it changes sometimes for the better. Hopefully for the better. I think things get more comfortable, and a lot of the same things that you loved about the beginning kind of become routine and the norm and they're a bit more enjoyable that way mm-hmm. right yeah yeah sometimes yeah you find 
yeah, enjoyment in different, in the new things, in the new comfortability or whatever, whatever, however it changes. That's the thing. I don't really love to think, especially when it's, um, you know, I'm, it's only half me. Yes. Uh, so I can't really know because you're the other person and you've got your own things you're bringing to it. So I really can't say either way. So I really like to take a, like, time will tell approach mm. um, with relationships. I've heard that in the first six to 12 months, possibly up to 18 months, those initial chemicals die down. Mm. Um, the ones that give us that feeling of, you know, falling in love in the beginning. Yes. Um, however, like with my other partner, it's three and a half years and it still feels electric and like incredible. So I, I think that. there's, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love love. Um, I think there's ways that you keep that going or perhaps just the relationship itself keeps that going. I don't know. Sometimes I don't, I mean, I know I wake up every day and I like for myself, I reaffirm why I'm kind of living the life I'm living just in general, but that also applies to relationships too. So I reaffirm those pretty much every day. Like, yes, I am in a relationship with these people. This matters to me. I want to do things that, you know, nurture and sustain that. Hmm. Well, let me ask you this from your other relationship, three years later, is there anything you notice from the beginning that's the same or maybe some things that have changed and are similar from the beginning of your relationship? Um, we were talking about this the other day. I love flirting still. I still flirt with my partner mm. three and a half years. Like, I don't, it's fun. I love flirting. So I, I think it's really cool. Yeah. I love keeping that going. It's just, and it's just natural. It's not even like I have to think about it. Like, mm. it's just, yeah, it still just feels like that initial, like, yeah, you're still excited. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that feels like it hasn't changed. That's sweet. Um, but yeah, we've learned how to work through things better, of mm. course. Um, so communication's improved for sure. Yeah. That would yeah. be one of those expected changes, I think, that would be for the betterment of a relationship. And once some strong communication is established, everything else just kind of falls into place. Yeah, it does. I mean, I don't think that... I feel like two good communicate people who know how to communicate with each other could still... It still could not work. There's sure. so many reasons things end. Right. But if you're communicating and something isn't working, then like... You have not. the best chance at figuring it out totally. and understanding each other Either and figuring a way to make things work. For sure. Repair damages, make some changes, make it work, or you go your separate ways and find something that works best for both people. Yeah. Um... But without communication, you'll either be stuck and codependent or complacent and not improving your relationship. So, yeah, I think communication is vital. Yeah, and I agree. It does. I, I, <laughs> I'm still trying to get better at communication just in my life, and it's been... <laughs> I've been alive for a lot of years, so it's like... <laughs> I... In relationships, yes, you would hope that that would show progress also. Mm. 
Yeah, I um, mean, there's no place to be with communicating, right? There's no end goal or success outcome. You're just always trying, and I think that's the, the work we put in to be good communicators. And also accepting that we're going to make mistakes and say some fucked up shit, but <laughs> um, you can always circle back and, you know, right. make some amends. Right, and I think um, I think that is something we started with, um, was trying to be very clear in intentions and uh, desires. Yeah. Um, so starting with, like, open communication was a good way to begin, I feel like. Yes, I agree. A lot of transparency makes the whole thing a lot more comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. And I did also have that thing when we started getting into it. I was like, oh, well, I'm really sharing a lot and it hasn't been a lot of time. Um, But it's just been working so well. Makes Um, me think that maybe in in a beginning scenario, the more information you have, the easier it is, right? I think the more information you have about the outcomes and opportunities available to you, the easier it is to kind of lower your your wall and let things come to you. I mean, I guess almost literally fall into your lap and be comfortable with that. Um, and that kind of makes me think about what you were mentioning earlier about what what's around you in the beginning when you're beginning something. And I think having a lot of knowledge available to you is a huge, uh, I don't even know what the word is, like, benefit. The chance to build, like, a pro-cons list, right? I think that's, that's a huge benefit. Like, if you know everything outright, you can decide then and there if it's the right choice for you. Which you to, I don't think you can even know everything outright. Sure, yeah, but the more you know, the, the mo- better. Yes, the more you know. The more you know. So I do think that, yeah, having that openness and transparency and trying to give as much information as uh, we can so that each, the other person can make whatever decision's best for them. An informed decision. It, very much, yes, that's yeah. it. That is it. Nailed it. Um... Mm-hmm. Yeah, because otherwise, if you're holding back information that you think could affect someone's decision, that's kind of manipulation, isn't it? Totally, yeah. And, like, six months in, bringing up something that's, like, groundbreaking, character-building, (laughs) personality-defying, that kind of sucked to deal with. (laughs) Yeah. It's good to get all of that out of the way, in my opinion. Yeah. And, yeah, and then there's just so much that you it has to have time to develop and for it to come up yeah no totally I think there's a lot of underlying things that we might not even know about ourselves that other people can pick up on and that's essential to the other person making a decision and whether or not they even enjoy spending their time um yeah that that comes I think with time with experience yeah if we're growing we're changing yes (laughs) um leaving the beginning <laughs> but we pretty much stay the same um so what are you beginning right now do you are you at the beginning of anything other i mean other than this 
<laughs> delightful relationship we concocted. Yes. Um, hmm. That's a good question. What am I beginning? That would have been a good thing to think about before starting this podcast. <laughs> Are you saying the host should have sent you a list of questions you might be asked? Just a little email. That's not how we do it around here. <laughs> That is not who we are. I was looking for this. Fast and loose here. It didn't exist. Um, I think I'm beginning to recharacterize myself. I think mm. that's something that's been big for me. I'm beginning to give myself an opportunity to look at situations differently and to allow myself to to kind of look at things in a different situ- different position, to explore like different mindsets and just look at things differently than how I always have. So I guess it's the beginning of being different for myself, maybe spiritually. Um, yeah. Yeah. Have you felt like you've done that before in your life? There's been efforts to, for sure. I think there's so many different principles of understanding that can affect the way we think and choose and decide and none of them are essentially right so picking one that works best for you or picking a combination of things that you just vibe with and make you happy I think is is an ongoing challenge and I think there's a lot of growth to be had in exploring different avenues of thought and trying different things exploring different things Maybe trying the same things, but doing them differently. I think that's a big deal. Um, Yeah. So I'm curious, does this... Does it feel different than, say, other times where... Things as they are are just working for you? Or... I think that, that there is what drives my point, is that I'm not always seeking things because I know they'll work for me. I think now I'm in a place where I'll just try different things and see how they go because I don't know that they'll work for me. But in trying, I think it makes it really exciting and fun and new to experience something that might not work out. I mean, I could try something that I've never tried before and see that it, it didn't work and then I failed. And now I know that that thing I've never done before isn't the right thing to try. And that's power, I think. Um, and not something I would have accomplished if I weren't trying to do something different. Right. Something you would have had to start, you would have had to try. Yeah. To even know about. And I feel like we just keep coming back to that, but I think that's like the biggest thing about beginnings is there's just so many unknowns. Mm. And it makes it really exciting it may be a little scary. Yeah. Yeah, very scary. <laughs> what are you beginning? What's something you've begun? I, oh, hmm. Yeah, not a nice question. No! <laughs> <laughs> hmm. I feel like I begin again a lot. Mm. I don't feel like I lose too much ground anymore. Which is nice. Um, I don't know. I feel like I've built to a place where... 
yeah, even beginnings feel like they're building upon something, which is mm-hmm. kind of nice. That's a big change for me because it used to feel like before I was always back to square one anytime I would start over or begin again. Mm-hmm. Um, so now it, I don't know why it feels different. I don't know if I actually am building on other things now. I, be, I feel like I am or if I just am used to the process more. Um, Sounds to me like you've just gotten really good at grounding yourself and maybe resetting doesn't mean you have to start over from square one because you have a pretty good footing where you're at now. Yeah, right. Which feels... um, Powerful. Like I'm just super grateful for it. Because a lot of times also when you begin things, you just do things and you don't necessarily see any kind of real result or feel any different until you've been doing it for a while. Mm. So it's like you have to begin it, but then you also have to kind of keep it going to see like really how it works, how it, you know, if it, if it works for you. Mm. And then I feel like I get to this point where I'm like, oh my word, why am I still doing this? Nothing, it's not doing what I thought it was going to do. How good are you at that, at sticking with something you've started? Some would say. (laughs) (laughs) Some would say not great. No, um, I feel like, for me personally, how I feel about it, so not what it may appear like to other people. um, I feel like I... I'm not afraid to start over, not afraid to begin again, not afraid to start something new or, well, no, I am afraid. I do have fear, but I still do it. Okay. You've overcome that fear. I just, it rides with me. Mm. You know what I mean? It's like, yes. get in, we're going. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, but I also know what matters to me and what I don't want to just wipe clean like you were saying and start over yeah so I do try and also you know keep the things that I've established already going and and, you know and healthy and nurturing those too so now it's like you've got two things going you're starting new things but you're also like nurturing things that have been for a while yes um so yeah I guess that's why it also feels like I've been building too because before I think it felt like every time I would have to start over, it felt like, oh, and I have nothing. I'm starting from nothing again. And this time it's like, no, I, I have things that I care about and I'm bringing with me. And also I'm starting this thing over here. Mm. Yeah, I think in that way it's important to find a balance. And I guess to have some respect to the process of beginning, mm. not just let a beginning die out or yeah I mean sticking with something I think is is almost as hard as just beginning the thing in the first place um, so it's definitely like a two part thing yeah and I think that also comes into consideration when I'm starting something I would think it's probably pretty universal you think about okay will I be able to carry this out does everyone think about that, though? Because uh, <laughs> I don't know if I've accurately gauged whether or not I'll stick to any of the things I've begun. 
I don't necessarily think any of my thoughts are the first time anyone's thought things, so I always assume other people have thought similar. Maybe not everyone. Sure, yeah. But I don't really think, like... I want to say that's like a 50-50 split, though. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. So what else? I Like, I feel like we should do, like, last words on begin. Like, what's your last word on begin or beginning? Any things we didn't talk about? <laughs> it makes me think about the sweet spot thing. I think maybe that beginning... The starting, that's just where you have the most, the most motivation and the most passion and drive. And if you can set a good pace at the beginning, I think it'd be a lot easier to ride all the way through. Um, a lot of potential there. A lot of potential, yeah, yeah. So many possibilities. I think the biggest takeaway I have from this is don't be afraid of beginnings. Mm. Beginnings are, I think, inherently scary. Change <laughs> is scary. It's all scary. <laughs> But it gives you a lot of room to really explore and to practice because every beginning, I think, is, I mean, it has the potential to be something permanent and great, but it's also just a clean slate that you could wipe off again and start over a million times. You really can. Yes. And I do think some people get to a place in their life where for some reason they feel like they can't, even though they're not loving where they're at. And, uh, for a lot of reasons. And I think their reasons are probably valid. Um, yeah, it's not like, yeah, it's not easy to start over to begin again, to do something new. It's really, I don't want to downplay that. It's a lot. Even though there's a ton of like energy helping you there. It's, it's a lot. Would you say though that the only thing in the way of most people progressing through change is them just starting I think it's it's being ready for whatever Mm. I don't think we like I don't think we like to not know things yeah we want to know and you don't always know when you're just starting Mm. so I think it's just being okay with that being comfortable with that being like all right it is what it is i definitely but the thing is you already don't know everything so you're it's not really a change you're just more aware of what you don't know at that point which in itself is knowing something yeah (laughs) (laughs) i now know what i don't know (laughs) Mm. any final words Thank you for having me on. Yeah. It's a really great podcast. Yeah, congrats on your beginnings here. Um, everyone's new future, favorite future therapist. Yes. So exciting. <laughs> um, and we'll go ahead and tag so people can find you if they want to reach out. Yes. Is that cool? I don't know any of my handles, but you'll have them all. We'll get them. You'll get them. And yeah, if you want to come back again, you gotta you can bring your own word. I would love that. You can choose the word next time. I'll think of a really good one. Okay.